Yo, this is Nova Trifecta. I am Jimmy Fedor, a.k.a. Alias. What up, Mac Negro? What's good? What's up, Kendall Troy? And we are back, full functioning, for the first time in quite some time. Quite, have, quite some time. Well, Kendall talked about, you know, what he's been uh, the last podcast. For the people shy, let them know what you've been up to. <laughs> I have been up to uh, being rejected uh, on repeat here, seemed to be. Uh, <laughs> rejected for, on repeat. Went, <laughs> went for a promotion at my job, didn't get it, expected to get it, uh, mm. expected to go to day shift, didn't get that either. So uh, it looked like uh, things been not been going in my favor here the last couple of weeks, but it's all good. It'll all turn around. And do but that. it's just life, you know what I mean? Sometimes shit just fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> everything, everything will be everything will be soon. Right? Everything will be everything. What about you, Kendall? What's going on with you? Uh, not much, man. Just riding on this 17-hour uh, shift Ooh, from God. work. I still need to lay down because I still got to go do about eight more in roughly Different. six hours. <laughs> that's what that, hey you see this that's that's what this family that's when you have all these right here when you have all that that's that's what happens right there i don't see how in the world you work like that man i mm. i can't stand going to work eight hours so i don't i don't well I don't. i've said it before man i uh when when i swap when i when i used to swap that card and beg and pray to jesus that it didn't decline when i had a buggy full of groceries to feed my babies Sometimes when it gets me down real hard, I have to think about it, man. I get it. You're, I get it. You're a family man. You got to think like that. I get it. Uh, you got to. You got to. I you on that, buddy. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get it. What about some... you? What about oh, you, shit. Jimmy? You know what I mean? I've been making it do what it do, you know. Uh, not just spending time with eyes. Making it do what it do. Making it, making it happen. You got to make it do what it does. Because if you don't, then everything will be undone. But hey, um, I, I, I heard you got a. I heard you 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 might be raising the next Ken Griffey Jr. Oh yeah, he out there hitting home runs. That boy hit a home run the other day. Couldn't work in, you know, you know, being a great outfield as well. He's growing into the game of which I know nothing about. <laughs> soon, <laughs> as about soon as we get him on that football field, that that that's that's gonna be the the good. That's where it's at. Most definitely, most definitely. Other than that, I just been doing music. I do have a new music video out called "Grind Time" featuring Grip and featuring Vader. That's going crazy right now. I'm, I'm really, really excited. Which is fire, man! I'm gonna pull up. With, I'm gonna pull up with the fam. I'm gonna pull up with the pull up. Yeah, yeah. He going, yeah. Going oh, oh, the video, the video off the chain. I done, I done watched it. I don't know how many times. It's going crazy. Great video. Great video. All right, well, let's get into some things. The first thing, the first topic we're going to talk about is the NFL draft. A lot of speculation about Mac going three, whether he would go uh, or not. We all knew the first pick, it was going to be Trevor Lawrence. Um, but what do you need a second pick? You said what now? I said you pretty much need a second pick, too, kind of. Yeah, you, kinda, you knew Zach Wilson. Yeah. But when we got to the yeah. third pick, how shocked were you, Kendall, that they took Trey Lance? Um, man, I, I was real shocked. I was, I was very, very shocked because a man that has been a stud that has went toe to toe with Trevor Lawrence from the time he was in high school till this moment and will continue to do it in the NFL 
and Justin Fields was still on the draft board, and I don't know how in the world. I know they say he had epilepsy. I, I don't. I, I don't get everything that they said. I don't see how his draft stock fell when you watch the things he done in high school. Then he put it on the field. He was put in a nasty situation at the University of Georgia, made a business decision, got out of there, went to Ohio State, and absolutely balled. I mean, he balled out. And I don't understand why you would take somebody like Trey Lance, who they're hoping, hoping can translate to the NFL and be what they think he can over somebody like Justin Fields. If that's the top quarterback you want, you know, if you didn't want the pure pocket passer, you wanted somebody that was going to use legs as well as an arm. I don't understand it. Still well, to, don't understand. To it. me, they took a project. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get the measure. And, and I think they put too much stock into these pro days. Like they forget about the tape. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Can the kid play? Can he process uh, yeah. information at a accelerated rate? You know what I mean? Just because you got yeah. the biggest arm or you run the fastest or you run a 4-4 and all this other shit doesn't mean yeah. that you can play. Turn on the tape. And when you turn on the tape, Justin Fields can play. You know what I mean? I mean, not yes, to sir. take nothing away from, yeah. uh, you know, Trey Lance and Zach Wilson, but we yeah, say yeah, these yeah. guys perform at the yeah. highest level. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely I, see. The thing that's crazy to me, and I just got through talking about it with somebody at my gym, is that I have never in my life been the draft guy. Like I've never been infatuated with the draft. I've never been because the, because you just don't know. You just yeah. don't know what whose game is gonna completely translate to the next level. Who's gonna be a star? I've never understood why why the you know the the first round draft picks get so much you know guaranteed money and everything because you just don't know how somebody's game is gonna translate, especially when they're a quarterback. You just don't know. I mean, I really think – I think it kind of goes back to how we get so excited watching our college of choice spring game. It's really vanilla. There's nothing going to be going on. We don't even know what's going to happen in the fall at that spring game. This country, the number one sport has got to be it's football. And we're so – we love football. We talk – especially here in the South, we're talking football 24-7. So it is – it's easy to get excited about – spring games about the draft i mean i I just if you're a big nfl fan i i really like the draft like i mean it's it's i I think they've done a good job of making it into an event now you know the first round being a prime time event you know breaking it down in a couple days you know i I have never in my life been into the draft i I think the the one year that i was kind of into it was the uh the year cam cam newton came out uh, 2011, I think. I was into it that year, I, but well, other than that, I've never been big into it because, to me, it seems. Well, you're like, an Auburn fan too, Shad. You don't have a whole lot to be, you know, excited about. I get that. This hey, is true our, because hey, I was hey, sifting. Our guys go in the draft now. Yo, I was we sifting. always done well as far as NFL guys. But you know what? I was sifting through the first couple of rounds, and just correct me if I'm wrong. I don't see no Auburn players. And I could be wrong. I think there was one in the third round. Okay. Maybe fourth, third round. It was the 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 real speedy wide receiver that's got world class speed. Is it Anthony Shorts? Is I that the name? I think I think is it I, I think I think Anthony Shorts went went well, somewhere yeah. in like the third or fourth round. 
That was the first Auburn player taken. I figured that boy Seth Williams would have got drafted. <clears throat> well, just... Usually, usually Auburn does pretty well mm. uh, with NFL players and stuff like that. Alabama just started the way y'all started hitting. No, actually, uh, we ran this. Yeah. Um, no, if... no, no. <laughs> y'all just started the way y'all guys was translating for real, for real into the league. Mm. But um, we got it is this this, this generation, this decade, y'all just really kind of started translating. Well, that's for when real. we kind of started winning in two thousand nine. So this decade will be yeah, accurate. Before then, y'all was getting, before the end, y'all was getting smacked around by us. So yeah. So uh, so uh, uh, so Jimmy Fedora, what do you think about the offensive lineman that Detroit selected right there with y'all's top ten pick? I'm not mad at that because. <clears throat> I'm not mad at that because our quarterback is serviceable. Uh, mm-hmm. We 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 could get some more skill guys maybe in a uh, free agency or later in this well you know later rounds in the draft. I'm not mad at that because if you build a, a strong offensive line, then you can get a running game going. You get a running yeah. game going. Yeah. You got a serviceable quarterback because they got they've got a stud up there at running back uh, mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift that they got from Georgia. Yeah, so, yeah, so. Uh, I thought it was a good pick. I thought it was. I wouldn't have been mad if the Cowboys would have took him, you know, yeah, if mean, he'd have been there. You know, he, he's good. Taking the offensive lineman in the, you know, is always a good thing because you're mm-hmm. going to get you're gonna get your money's worth off an of offensive lineman because they're going to produce what times they're not. You know what I mean? So, I'm happy with our pick. What about y'all pick? I mean, you know, I see well, what happened with y'all. Well, let's go back to the Dallas Cowboys being there. Yeah, so so yeah, so I mean, I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan. Rashad is too. Um, so we absolutely had the worst defense in the league last year. People could throw on us if people was running on us. It was just it was horrible. That Mike Nolan defense was trash. We got rid of Mike Nolan. We bring in Dan Quinn. Now Dan Quinn, it's time for you to do what you need to do. And draft us some players, you know, big Mike McCarthy and Dan. So we needed help in the secondary. We were hurting in the secondary. Our best defensive back was Trayvon Diggs. Um, so we needed help. A rookie. He he was the leading, I mean, he was the guy, a rookie. And he even wasn't doing that great. So we're looking at there was two stud defensive backs coming into this draft that we had our eye on. J.C. Horn, son of Joe Horn, Patrick Sertain Jr., son of Patrick Sertain Sr. And, you know, those were the two guys that I wanted to see one of – I really wanted Sertain. And I really thought – I felt like after the season, since since the season's been over with, I knew where we were going to be picking – I felt like we could get Patrick Sertain. I really wasn't huge on J.C. Horn – Maybe because I'm a little biased being a Bama fan, I saw more film on Sertain. But nonetheless, J.C. Horn, awesome stud, is going to do great things. We knew that the Carolina Panthers was going to take a defensive back. It looked like because J.C. Horn was from South Carolina, playing his ball in South Carolina, and the Carolina Panthers, that was kind of the, you know, kind of a connection, felt like going into the draft, that's who they were going to take. That, that's the guy they wanted. Okay, still on the table, we're getting certain. And if them dead gum Broncos, <laughs> who I got a little nervous, but I didn't get that nervous because they got Bridgewater. So that kind of like you don't tra- you don't go after Bridgewater and then say, Well, I'm gonna get a quarterback in my mind. I, I you know unless it's Aaron Rodgers. 
But that unless it's Aaron Rodgers, that yeah, that's a question mark. As soon as the pick was, I mean, as soon as they called out Patrick Satan, Denver Broncos select Pat, I screamed. <laughs> I mean, I screamed because they they got they got good DBs. They signed a couple <laughs> DBs and like they, I feel like they just stole him from us, man. Well, I, I, mean, I, I was in shock. I was, I, I was at. That's I a lost great pick. For them. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't expect them to take them either. Them. I mean, they kind of stole, they stole them away from y'all, yeah. and yeah. that kind of so, put you guys in the bond, you know, with y'all with the, with the next pick. To be honest with you, and that's why y'all we, traded we, back. Yeah, that's why we traded with the Eagles. Which I, I look, people are there. There's a lot of people that got upset because we picked, we traded within the, we traded within the uh, division so they could get a weapon in Devontae Smith. But my, here's my thing: we got. With when we traded back, we this that the guy that we were going to take Parsons at that, but it was Michael Parsons that's who we were going to take at that point. He was still going to be on the board, so we got two third round picks by trading up with them, which made us we got to pick five top 100 players coming into this year. That made us five picks in the first 100 picks, which we needed that We, we, we needed that bad so. And Devontae Smith going to the Eagles, I'm happy for him because he's going to be with Jalen Hurts. But him going to the Giants would have been more of a problem. And the Giants are in our division. So they've done that so he wouldn't go to the Giants because the Giants have got a lot of weapons and he would have just added to the arsenal. Now he's going to go to the Eagles. It it would be a whole lot easier to contain him at the Eagles than it would be on the Giants. So I understand them trading that. And we get a couple of the third-round picks. Like I say, and to be honest, I'm not mad at the pick. I I wanted the defensive back. Don't get me wrong. I, I wanted Patrick Sertain. That's who I thought would have made immediate immediate impact, the lockdown corner, because if you don't know by now, guys, you've got to have good corners because wide receivers and quarterbacks are balling out right now. And pl- so it's, it's, it's plentiful. It's, it's plentiful. Yeah. So so we we did. We got the number one linebacker in 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 the draft with Michael Parsons. Absolute freak. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be good for us. He's gonna if he can. There's there might be a little maturity issue there that they're kind of talking about. But you can say that about every one of those young men. They're they're not fully. You know, they're still in cop. They're they're. I, I hate when people say that because those analysts that are 30 and I mean, that are 50 and 60 year olds, mm-hmm. I, I, you think about when you were in college, you wasn't mature. I mean, come on. I hate when they say that about that. I yeah. think his game's going to do well. I think he, he'll be a, he'll be a day one starter. And like I said, we were horrible. You can't do no worse than the, the clowns we had running around trying to tackle. Last it was pretty year. bad last season. I yeah, agree. I agree. Um, speak the pick to- that made me bad. I'm not. I don't mean to cut you off. The pick that made me mad that I didn't understand was our second round pick, and I didn't understand taking Kelvin James from the University of Kentucky over Asante Samuel Jr. That that that's the pick that I kind of kind of got aggravated at. Yeah, because y'all need DBs. So I, uh, <laughs> we needed DBs, and if you'll go back, I kind of done my homework on Kelvin James. I think he's going to be all right. He was a four-star, committed to LSU, was supposed to be part of that stud defensive backfield that they've had the past two or three years, got into it with some teammates, was dismissed, went up to Kentucky, had to sit out the whole 2019 season, only played nine ball games last year, got four picks, had a ton of tackles, 
great speed. And after nine ball games, he shut it down and said that he was just going to work on the draft. He's going to be okay. He'll be okay. But I, I just, I was really wanting a Sante Samuel Jr. though. But, but he's, it, it, it's still, it, we'll see how it goes. You know, we did get a defensive back. We got a really good defensive back in that third round, that Nation Wright. Yeah. Uh, if his game can translate the way Dan Quinn's talking about him being, mm-hmm. that's going to be a really good pick. The guy's 6'4", 183. He does need to gain a little bit of weight, but he's a 6'4", corner, 183, and runs a 4'4". Super freaky athletic. Uh, had no offers coming out of high school. Goes the JUCO route. Actually played for that Laney College that was on last season's uh, last chance you. Okay. Played there for a couple years. Oregon State caught him, you know, gave him an offer. He goes up there. He, you know, wreaked havoc in the Pac-12. And Dan Quinn is on record saying that he could be the next Richard Sherman. That's the, that's how he sees and that he fits his scheme perfectly. So, you know. Great wrap-up on Dallas, the Dallas that Drive by Kendall. Fantastic. That was a fantastic It is homework. So, if you, <laughs> if you have any questions about the tra- Dallas Drive, that was it. That great, was it. Great, great that job. I did want to touch before we leave, before we left the draft, on some of these reunions that we seen, particularly in the first round. It's bizarre how many it was. So yeah, so let's That's get crazy. into uh, a couple of them. You got um, Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow. They, if you don't know, they both playing for the Bengals now, and they played yep. together at LSU. You also have Jalen Waddle and um, Tua Tungavaloya. They both playing together in Miami. That's not, and you, That's not his name. Well, we gonna oh, I could be like um Rick Ross, Tua Tonga Vanaloya. <laughs> if you haven't seen that video, you need to go look it up because it's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. And then you got uh Devonte Smith going to the Eagles with uh Jalen Hurts and Landon Dickinson. Yes, so sir. How bizarre is that? Yeah. Also, yeah. not to leave this out, we got. Trevor Lawrence playing with Travis Etienne, you know, mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. So, mm-hmm. and possibly throwing the ball to Tim Tebow as a tight end. Exactly. Does that speak <laughs> to the talent level at some of these schools? Is that is this just a coincidence, or what do you guys think? Of, what, I what mean, you think I about it, it probably. I I doubt whether it's a coincidence or not. I I no. think you it's know fine. calls were being made and you know moves with chess was being played. You know before those picks. I think probably before all of them. Um, because those are pretty, all pretty good picks, um, what? and everything like that. So I, I don't think it's a coincidence, but it is crazy that it ended up happening like that. So at least you got some familiarity. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Maybe they can be comfortable and that can help them out. I don't have it in front of me, but you pick whoever's watching this, you guys too go look up the draft selection from the offenses that was on the field at the LSU and Bama game a couple years ago. And go look at how many first-rounders, how much talent. We wonder why it was like 40, what, 47 to 45. There were so many first round. You had Joe Burrow, overall number one. You had Waddle and Jamar Chase and, I believe, Jerry Judy, all top five picks. You had Henry Ruggs. You had a backup in Mac Jones. You had uh, you had Najee that was a first rounder. You had Clyde edwards Lair, that was a first rounder. That was so much first round talent on one football field that it was something special to see. Like you should go look it up. I, I don't. 
like I say, I can't remember all the picks, but I, I don't. I'm like you, Rashad. There's no coincidence. They saw what these young men did in college. Etn, you know, Travis Etn and Trevor Lawrence, national titles. You know, they got a national title. A they they of... worked great together. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow absolutely set the world on fire. I mean, yep. you know, it, given the opportunity, Jalen and Devontae could have done some more stuff. There's something about that chemistry, having that chemistry, yeah. uh, not only having that chemistry uh, on the field, but having it off the field and having some familiarity yeah. when you get there. These are still children. Yeah. You know, they 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 yeah. look like grown men and they – you know, play like grown men, but they're kids, man. These are kids. And and it's it's something to be said about them going there and seeing a familiar face and things like that and having that chemistry on and off the field. So I think it's a good thing that it happened like that, but it's crazy that that many happened. Yeah. Exactly. And congratulations to all the kids, you know, getting to see yeah. their dreams come, come through. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's the first round to the seventh round, um, you just got to keep grinding because this is just the beginning, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, just because you got drafted, the work don't stop. So, uh, shout out. It's only just just begun. It's only just begun. And shout out to all the kids, especially the kids from Bama, you know, uh, (laughs) you know, because we're a little bit biased over here. So, um, but yeah, shout out to all the kids. War Eagle, War Eagle. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo, Running back, yeah. you wide receiver, you QB, you QB, you. You know what I'm saying? They, they say line, you. They say our quarterback's <laughs> trash, huh? But we're gonna have four star ones next year. Yeah. But um, okay. Um, let's go on to the next topic. Let's talk about. We're a week late talking about this movie, but we are going to talk about it today because we do what we want to do at Nova Trifecta. We're gonna talk about more to come back. Mm, that boy Sub Zero was no joke. He was not to be played with in that movie. Let's elaborate. What did you think? Let's start with Rayshard. Um, I thought that it was interesting. Um, it's definitely a bizarre movie to give a breakdown or a review about because <laughs> I don't think the story was great. I don't think that the acting was great. I don't think it was a very interesting or intriguing script. But all that said, I had an absolute blast watching it. So it's bizarre to break it down because all of the things I just named seem like deal breakers mm-hmm. for a movie. If you if you if you tell me that the plot's not good. The acting's not good, and the story isn't good. I'm gonna say I don't want to watch that movie. But when I watched Mortal Kombat, when I watched it, I don't remember one time while I was watching that movie not having a good time. I had a good time the whole time I was watching. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. A, it's one of those guilty pleasure type things where it's like, you know, uh, it's no really artistic value to it. Um, I'm not getting that kind of fulfillment from it. But if we're just going on an entertainment standpoint, then I'm extremely entertained. Kano carried the first half of the movie, and then they went into Mortal Kombat mode in the second half of the movie, and I thought it delivered. I'm not going to lie. I thought it delivered when it comes to just entertaining the crowd. I thought it done that. Um, uh, It's it's one of the um, most successful movies in the pandemic era that we've been in um i think you know maybe i think it made like maybe 22 mil that opening weekend 
Um, now, had if it wasn't a pandemic, then it would, you know, be expected. To well, maybe... a lot of people watch it on HBO Max too. A ton yeah, of people yeah. watch it, so you kind of all that like, all that's due to the pandemic. It, you can't it, get yeah. wrapped up in box office numbers nowadays. Yeah, no, no, it's, no, it's no yeah, a streaming yeah. service. So yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it, it shit. It was breaking the streaming service at one point. You know, what yeah, I mean? that, hard to that's watch. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like if it if it wasn't a pandemic, then it would be expected to do more than that uh, because you wouldn't have the simultaneous releases with streaming services and things like that. But since you've got that, then uh, it done really it done well. It done well. One of the most successful ones in the pandemic year. I know it was. I think it was trending the whole day, and that's rare for it to trend all day. I think it trended into the night. So that was big, and I think it's a sequel coming. Uh, got my boy Johnny Cage coming. We got to see who's going to play him. I vote Ryan Reynolds, but I think he's probably too big um, for that role right now. But look, I had a good time watching the movie. Yeah, storyline, uh, not that interesting. Acting, I no standout performances other than Kano. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, usually- I, 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 I see, that's what we... Disagree, but Kim, what 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 do you think about it? Oh, you got subs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I kind of on the same page. Like, uh, was the storyline great? No. Was the acting great? Not really. Subpar acting, other than Kano, and to me, Sub Zero. Um, not the greatest, but it was fun. From I don't know if it was nostalgia. I don't think it was because those action scenes were just top notch. Those fight scenes were amazing. Uh, me, I mean, me and um, me and my youngest daughter, Cambry, we watched it about. I, we watched it twice and, and started watching it a third time uh, Friday. That Friday, you know, I mean, it was fun. Me and her had a blast watching it. Um, you know, I, it wasn't. You know, like I said, the acting was not that great, other than two characters, and the storyline wasn't that good. But those fight scenes and action well, scenes I mean, were even, raw well, and awesome, man. Well, I mean, Sub Zero, even acting wise, I'm not. I mean, we we didn't do nothing special there when it come to Sub Zero and acting. Well, he didn't uh, have to act now, much, so I mean, he didn't now, have to act much, man. He was man, he was dude. off the chain as far as his action dude. sequences. As far as his action sequences, him and Scorpion was was off the chain. It, took, it wasn't a lot of acting going on there. I didn't think. Yeah, I mean. You know, I think that's a part of acting, delivering action scenes as well. Really, uh, it is. It is. He, uh, they said he was moving so fast on set they had to t- tell him to slow down during the action scenes. Hmm. But uh, I thought, so. What I thought about the movie, I thought Sub Zero was legendary. I thought they underused. I didn't see legendary. I thought Sub Zero was legendary. I thought they underused uh, Luke Kane. They made they depowered yes, him, they made did. him. Yeah, they did. They underused, and that's my favorite character. That's my boy. So yeah, they made they, they did underuse him. Sonya Blade was tolerable. Kano was Kano carrying was the awesome. movie for about forty minutes. Shane Soon was Steve Harvey. I thought done pretty good. He did pretty good, but they could have had a more. This was more of an origin story, you know. If you, if you're familiar with the story, you know it's a, it's a tournament, and they didn't have the tournament yeah. in this movie. That's, that was what that was what disappointed me because when like when it was coming on, like the first time coming through, I had to pause thirty times, explain stuff to Cambry, and I was like talking about a big tournament. I was like, you know, it's a video game, like the video game had a tournament. I'm trying to explain to her about a tournament that's going on. We get to the there to the end and wasn't even a tournament. And, and she was like, well, I thought there was a tournament. 
I said, well, well, I was actually, I was actually yeah. okay with that, to be honest with you. I was, but I will say this. I'll say this. I wasn't a huge Mortal Kombat fan growing up. Now, I would play Mortal Kombat, but I would play it when I went to my friends' houses or when my friends came to my house. We'll play Mortal Kombat for a while. But I wasn't a huge Mortal Kombat fan. So it wasn't like it meant that much to me. I did want to see a cool Liu Kang, a cool Sub-Zero, and a cool Scorpion. I did want to see that. Uh, and I like Reptile. I always like Reptile. You got two of the three. But yeah, yeah, but but I wasn't a huge Mortal Kombat fan like I was Sonic or Crash Bandicoot, Lord of the Rings, wow. stuff like that. So uh, yeah. I, I wasn't that disappointed, I guess, because I wasn't that emotionally invested. Um, but I did. I was in, entertained by the movie the whole well, time. Yeah, I, was, I was entertained. I'm a, big, oh, yeah. I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. Like I thought they, um, I thought they underused Goro. Um, they mm-hmm. kind of just had him as a side character when he's like a big boss next with you know, it's yeah. like Goro, Shane Soon, um, Shao Kahn, you know, in that order. So uh, I think they, you know, just kind of used them as a side character. But again, the action scenes was fire, the plot was terrible, it was some bad acting in it. But overall, I was really, really like, you know, I enjoyed the movie, I enjoyed the action scenes because the action scenes is what saved it because Sub Zero was doing shit I've never seen in a movie. Slicing somebody, yeah. turning their blood to ice, and stabbing them with it, creating the ice wall, throwing them to it, th- uh, throwing them through it. What I will say, the main character was horrible. I don't understand why they used him and not Lucane. Um, yeah. It was just yeah. he was useless. I don't think it was horrible, but I didn't understand why they used him instead of Lucane. I, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I don't over- think the kid was horrible though. But. Overall, like I said, I was entertained by the movie. But if I'm judging the movie, you know, I mean, I probably give it a five out of ten. Uh, but I mean, it, I watched it twice. You know, it was enjoyable. It's just something to turn on. You know, not to take too serious. The, the fatalities was, you know, the fatalities was tough. So, I mean, but I, I agree with you. you. Don't get on here taking it all serious and everything like that because you're going to disappoint yourself. You're gonna I, disappoint yourself. How long are we going to expect greatness out of video game movies, though? It doesn't really happen. Like Sonic, well, I thought Sonic was a really good movie. Sonic was may have been the best video game movie I've seen. Like, I'm trying to think of great video game movies. They don't make great video. I always wanted them to make a devil may cry. But I, think I don't know Tom how Clancy. I don't know how great we can expect video game movies to be. I don't know if we should take any of them. Well, really let me serious. let me stop you there. Tom, you Tom know, Clancy, what, man. The series, never, that's what I said. But that, it, I think there's more books than than games too. When it oh comes yeah, to that's Tom true. Clancy. Those are yeah, those. But are it's true. video games as well. So I think they kind of yeah. reverse the the curse without remorse. But also, um, The Witcher. I mean, that's a video game adaption. You know that's yeah. really really good as a show. Yeah. Uh, the first Resident Evil. What Bow was uh that movie? Is it Bow Wolf or Beowulf? Well, not, that, that, Beowulf. Was that not a video game? Nah, game? Nah. No, okay. Uh-uh. That's a novel. That's a novel. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. But other than that, it's kind of been hit and miss. And like when you get to the sequels, they turn into something completely different. But for the most part, you know, because they aren't meant to be movies. They're yeah. just so popular that it's like, well, we can make the studio some money. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like not Detective, be movies. Detective Pikachu was was straight. You know, what I'm it saying? was good. Yeah, it was Detective but, Pikachu was good. But for the but, most part, you know, they kind of hit it, and miss. But I think they figuring Pokemon it out. Also, been a show for a long time too. Yeah, I think they're figuring it out. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. You know, moving forward, how they how they uh how they adapt everything. Um, we got two more topics. One topic I am going to just file up on y'all that I didn't talk to y'all about. Oh, <laughs> oh. So early this week, an episode came out on Red Table Talk. If you don't know what Red Table Talk is, it is a show that Jada Pickett Smith um Fine. has with her mother. Fine. Uh, they call her Gammy and uh Willow Smith on us sometimes. All three this, of them. And this week on the episode. Um, they had an interesting conversation about polyamory. Willow said that she is in a polyamorous relationship. So I was wondering what you guys thought about polyamory and um, could you guys do something like that? I already know that was like the Kendall, but I'm just saying, what do you guys think about polyamory? You know the family man. The family man can't do that. I know, I know, I know. But I, it's just interesting, you know, just yeah. to hear people's but, perspective. But you know what? You know what? The older I get, the more I'm starting to um, understand other people's perspectives on things. Um, everybody got different things they like, different vices, different things that, you know, um, that they you know engage in um to me i don't see anything wrong with it i've been talking for a long time about um I, now i now i'm not gonna sit here and act like i would be cool with my girl just going out and being with somebody else i'm i i, I not would cool with it then. yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't like that now i'm not against just doing you though and being single i'm not against you know being single and just doing you but i i, I don't think i could get down with my girl because at some point in time ego gonna come in and you know it's it, yeah. it just seemed like it'll be a little bit too much for you to handle um after a while it may be something that seems fun at the beginning but then when you know too many emotions and feelings get in come into play which is naturally gonna happen what's going to happen then what's the long term of you know effect of of this okay so they seem fine at the beginning but i don't know how it yeah. works so this is what this is what i got a question so like you know you got a lot of different connections but i don't knock nobody who you know i wouldn't knock anybody right. who do because i'm all for being single and just doing you anyway yeah. so you, you got yeah. different connections in there so my answer my yeah. question for kendall is do you think in a polyamorous relationship or just relationships, period, could a person be in love with multiple people? Uh, yeah, man, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like, Head over here in love with multiple people. Not I loving mean, somebody, but being well, in love with multiple people. Ah, uh, man. Uh, you know, mm, that's a tough one. I, mm, I guess it would depend on it's, it depends on your definition of love to me. And I think there's different types of love. Like, you know, I love you two dudes, but I love my wife. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love my mom and dad. It's there's different, there's different levels. I love my kids. You know, I'm I, as a Christian, you know, I'm supposed to love everybody and have, you know, love. Like, 
So, I mean, and this is even like, you, you can even find that stuff like in the Bible and stuff like that. There's different, there is a different type. There's different types of love. So, I, you know. Well, so how about love, in love though? In love is only love. one type. Yeah, it's only right. one type Man, of in love. You know, I don't know if you can be I, well. I don't know because I don't I mean, know, Rashad. I, that's a tough one, man. I don't know. I mean, I, ah, man, I think, I think I've been in that situation before, and I think I, I think it's think possible. That, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, don't I know. think he I'll can. Say, I think anything can happen. Those, <laughs> that, exactly. I and I think here's my thing with those types of relationships and those types of marriage. I have learned the older I get that you know what you might if you're in love with I mean in love head over heels in love with a woman and she comes to you and says look things ain't, ain't you know this is this is what I need to be happy who's to say that you ain't gonna give it to her who's to say that you know and if it's an agreement open relationships and stuff like that with with you and your spouse or or your significant other one, that's to each his own, man. There's so many things that make other people happy and it work for other people. You know, like y'all said, you know, giving me a hard time, like it would never work for me and Lindsay. Never. I, I don't, I, I, I'm, I, 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 just like you said, Rashad, my, I, you call it my ego, my pride, my love, what I could not share my wife with another man or another yeah. woman. Yeah. I, I just could not, I could not do it. And, and and I don't even know if it's a pride or ego thing too. It, just, it's just a you in love with the woman. You yeah. can't sit there and and she be going off with somebody else, and you yeah, just be I mean, cool I, with that. I want nah, all you, she's no, got. You know, I want yeah. everything. Uh, I want I want all of her, and 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 she wants all of me. Like I, I mean, that's just that's the way we work. That's that's. Mm. But I know. But I'm all I'm all for friends. I, I have good friends that I know, and I know people that that are in open relationships that are married, legally married and have kids and they make it work. They seem to be happy as happy to yeah. be when you see them out being, you know, doing some the family people, night and stuff like it's that. Different, so it's then, different strokes for different folks. Like some people can do, go. I don't not nobody who, who chooses to do yeah. whatever it is that they want to do. Cause it's different strokes well, for different folks. You know, I just don't think that I, I, I think it's one of those things that would look really fun at the beginning. And probably feel yeah. really fun at the beginning, but yeah. then what's gonna happen when you know emotion yeah. now from a pleasurable standpoint, from a physical standpoint, yeah, I'm sure that's fun. I'm you know, yeah, yeah, it's let's, probably let's be really honest. We, let's all be honest and be adults here. Yeah, I'm sure uh, from a physical sexual standpoint, yeah. 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 I mean, sure, I'm sure you're probably having the time of your life or what you know, whatever. <laughs> but at the end of the day. From a relationship emotional connection standpoint, I think I, I I just don't I don't know how you could I don't know I just I know what I have with my wife and I know that I couldn't have that with in an open relationship or us having multiple partners or stuff like that I, I just know the emotional connection we have and the level that we're on I think it would just take away from that I don't think it would you know I just don't think it would work you know I just I know it would work you know. So, but I mean, whatever scratches your itch, man, whatever, whatever you're into, man, people are into all sorts of, yeah, exactly. And if it works for you and your partner, then Hey, Hey, what you think? You know, keep on going. I mean, juice is in that juice is in that world. I think you could. I mean, because like, (laughs) no, it's a difference between being single and doing you than it is being in this 
situation here because this is talking about being in relationships being in love with different multiple people at the same time this ain't talking about smashing multiple well, yeah, people I, I get time. that but you got to find that and that's the unique thing about that you got to find I, that kind of crowd so like i mean you got not saying that i, I think would at do one it. point in, at the, i think at one point in time if we're all being honest, that has been at one point in time, maybe way back in the day, maybe recently. What at one point in time, I think all of us has had feelings for different people, yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, man, which way should I go? I mean, I love this girl. I'm I That's love this girl love, right though. here, but it just yeah, but it just ain't gonna work. You know what? But I don't know what I'm saying. It's like I, I you know, I, I love her, I love her to death, but dude, she just got so much going on. I can't do it. I can't have a marriage with her. But with this one, I can have a marriage with, and I love her, and I'm gonna make it work with her. I think there's sometimes there's that happens. Well, Juicy, that get, happens get your sometimes. get your shit off, Juicy. Well, I mean, like you got. So in that kind of relationship, you got different, you asking a person to be your everything, you know, and that works for some people, but can that kind of pressure of being everything for one person, you got to be the financial provider. You got to be the feelings instructor. You got to be the sexual partner. You got to be all kind of different facets of a relationship and that kind of relationship, it alleviates some pressures off of it. You know, well, you might have a sexual connection with this person. You might have, you know, a mental connection with this person. You might like going out and having a good time with this person. And you might just vibe talking on the phone or just, you know, I don't know, being in each other's bubble mm -hmm. and just being intimate, not even sexually, you know, just enjoying yeah. that time with this person. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like you just extending those responsibilities to different people rather than having yeah. them wrapped up. In one person. In one person. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. it's like, you getting, and, and that's I, a different world up hold there. On, too. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're getting the best, you're getting the best out of every single situation because you don't have the pressure of delivering other departments that you're not strong in. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm we not, know the rules. Do you think you could be in love with multiple people, though? So we have. We know, the, we, 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 we know what the rules of it are, but do you think you can, do you think you can love somebody as intensely as you once loved your ex-wife? I don't think I get that love. Do you again, think you so. could, do you think you could love her and share her being in love with that, that, that in love with her at yeah, the same because time? Because I say that because I think I could be in an open relationship. But now I can't. I think you know that's that's bad. now. I I'm talking about that's, two years yeah. ago when you were I'm head not over living that now. I, I'm not living that. Now. I'm a different person. But see, you ain't this. in love right, right now, right, so you don't right, got right, the right, right perspective. Now, right you ain't now. in love right now, so yeah, it's, right you, now, ain't, you ain't looking at it right right now because you ain't in love. No, I'm, I'm saying if about I got in love, if I was in love with somebody, I'm saying it's I can be in an open relationship, but I can't. I can't openly say that I would do polyamory, but it ain't nothing that I won't shoot down. Yeah, but I, I could I, be I can in an open relationship. No. I could. I can honestly say there's no way I could feel the way I feel about my wife, the way I feel about Lindsay. Ain't no way I could feel about another woman, and I dang sure know the way I feel about her. I could not share her with somebody else. Now, if I got burnt and we got, you know, if my world got crushed by her. I don't know if I can open up and love anybody else the way that I currently love her. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm and, mad. You know, 
I mean, that's how I feel about that one. But what I was saying was that that whole that who you're talking about that Will Smith and Jada pick like uh, that they're on a different level from us too. Like that 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 they're into they're into so much other stuff. When you get to that Hollywood superstar, those relationships are not like our our relationships down here, man. They're, they're, even even the marriages that are lasting in Hollywood are not nothing like the relationships we have there. We, we have here because they just, they're exposed to too much. There's so much money. There's a certain circle that they're in. And I just, I just, I think it's completely different than the type of relationships and love that we know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I, th- I think that the perspective from everybody, you know what I mean? So I'm not mad. I'm not yeah. mad at it at all. I also think that though, the richer you are, you get mad kinky. And so it's like, yeah. you didn't, you, yeah. you have done everything. See girls that we think fine down here ain't fine in Hollywood. <laughs> like, like it's two different, it's just levels to it though. And so the richer you are, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there. My wife, is, my wife is fine in Hollywood or in Walker County. Okay. That a boy. Well, I, I believe that. I believe that. But, but, but. I'm also saying that it ain't now, no, it saying. ain't no, it ain't no uh, 07 Kim Kardashians walking around Door, Alabama either. Uh, it right. ain't no, it, it, it ain't no Gal Gadot. You know what I will it say? It ain't no yeah. Margot Robbie walking a certain around. Way, man. They, they, right. and they get mad kinky because they, they, they didn't yeah. get they everything. Everything they found the partner yeah. to do whatever. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't ran do across a female or a yeah, male, say, whatever they're into. But they yeah, get, a lot of people mad do that. A lot, they of, get a mad lot of marriages, though, a lot of life. marriages is, I only know a couple of marriages where I know people being faithful. Kendall being one of them. I know for de facto, Kendall not cheating on his wife. You know, and so, like, it's only a handful of marriages yeah. where I know it's not yeah. infidelity. So, yeah. like, to me, it's like just being trustworthy and people going to do what they do. So, we being, you know, honest with each other, is it cheating yeah. or is it just a different way of viewing things? You get what I'm I saying? I think that's like, a different relationship than than I'm into. I can't. I'm, if 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 they're into that, like I'm, I'm with you, man. There's a lot of relationships that I know, man. The older I get, the more it seems like stuff happens. People grow apart, and people kind of accept things for what they are, and they have different partners. And their even partners even, even this that. even that's different though, because in these situations, you know, a lot of people feel like they're stuck or something like that and they're just You're in right. it for yeah. uh, a specific reason but these people but yeah. but they like willow and them like they're choosing to 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 yeah. do so it's still a different situation well they're just not not necessarily they're just not lying to themselves you know what i mean they don't they, they, like, that's true too you know that what i'm saying too, like man. instead of cheating it's like we're dealing with how, this in a different form yeah because how many how many people i know i know personally how many guys that y'all know or or women that you know are married, but yet they're unhappy and wish they could tell their partner, "Hey, I want to try something new. I wish we had an open relationship." And that might save. I want to do this. That might save the relationship. You get what I'm saying? But but a lot of people never never are honest and open with their partners about that stuff. I, I I'm lucky that I can be as honest as I can with with mine. I mean, you know, like we've had to work through. I- Kendall, I think you, I, Kendall, I think you just done something that that ninety to ninety five percent of marriages don't do, and you found a soulmate. 
And you're uh, absolutely right. You yeah, found a soulmate. You soul found. Mate. I didn't find the wife. I found you did. Soulmate. You found a soulmate, and a lot right. of people just yeah. find somebody to marry. Yeah, you yeah. found and a soulmate. A lot of people that's don't. A, a lot of people get trapped. A lot of people have a kid. <laughs> but yeah, that's think, a bar. Oh, well, I gotta, I gotta marry this person now instead of instead of trying to deal with it. People, and say, hey, I'm gonna go find the person I was meant for. Say, say, level, say, say that again, Sha, because that is a bar, and I don't want that to go over anybody here. Yeah, anybody said, yeah. That Kendall, Kendall found a soulmate. Most people just find somebody to marry. Mm. And and it's like people, yeah. I think that people um, you know, get married for different reasons. They get married because they feel they may have been in love when they were 20, 21. Yeah. And it and it just grew apart. By the time they were twenty five, they were different people. What do you do now? Oh yeah, you, you're a different yeah. person. But yeah. you just slipped up and you didn't have children. I personally think people put too much pressure on themselves too early in life, and it's too they much do. to live up to. So by the time you're twenty five, twenty six, you done turned into a different person. That other person turned into a different person. Well, what do you do now? Well, I'm not. Then you got a legal contract. <laughs> like I'm not the same person I was at 25. Lindsay's not the same woman that she was when she was 27 when we did get married. But it's about like a lot of people don't grow together; they grow apart. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot, lot of people, people aren't like, meant to grow together. And, and you're right. Like a lot. That's what. And you weren't meant to be married, but they got married because they fell in well, love at 19 or 20. Find, and I've seen this too. Like you I get into you a mean. relationship, and the sex is on fire. Everything's popping. Every she does exactly what you want. You're doing exactly what she wants, and all of a sudden you're like, I mean, I gotta marry this girl. I, I've yeah. got to lock this down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, as time goes on, kids get added to it. Stressful jobs get added to it. The sex dies out, and then you look up and you're married to a stranger. You don't and even know who you're married she's to. She's horrible in those other departments that I mentioned exactly. about she early in the She don't clean. She ain't. Yep. Exactly. That goes back. That goes back that to goes you back having to, you to be saying. somebody's everything. It's too much pressure. Very few people. That's the it's difference in a pressure. soulmate. That's the difference in a soulmate and having a wife or someone to marry, like Shad said. A soulmate. Is all it can be all that to that one person, and you are supposed to when you when soulmates get together. Where she's weak, I'm strong. Where she's strong, I'm weak. Like you're supposed to do that, and people don't do that, and people are lazy too. They don't want to do that. A lot of people don't want to. Well, the older the older I get, the more I'm understanding that you know, more people have big egos than I thought. More people are prideful than I thought. All that stuff. All that stuff hinders that you stuff from being able back. to. All that stuff hinders you when it comes to being able to connect with somebody and being able to go 50-50 or a hundred a hundred with somebody. You know, if you got if you full uh -huh. of ego and you full of pride and you can't ever be wrong, you can't ever be held accountable for anything. Like yeah. that, all that stuff factors in. And to be honest with you, I've and I'm coming from a male perspective and only a male perspective, but I know it can go either way. Uh, yes, I think a lot of people, a lot of people got pretty girl syndrome. And what is that? Uh, oh, yeah, they I'm find yeah, they find I somebody think, fine and think, think they gotta marry you. Well, I think what it is, what I mean by it is that a lot of really pretty people never have to go through character development because they're nope. so pretty. And so if you marry them because they're really pretty, pretty. and then you find out in a little while that there's no character, character there, man. then what what do you do? 
a lot of really pretty people never had to go through character development. They got right. friends. They got friends because they were pretty. They got boyfriends yeah. because they were pretty. They got girlfriends because they were pretty. They got sex because they were pretty. Mm-hmm. A lot of really pretty people never had to go through character development. <laughs> and right. so once you get to a certain point and <clears throat> well, maybe you've been looking out of being pretty for a long time. What else you got? You know what I mean? Like, so, right before me and me and Lindsay got married, right before me and Lindsay got married, my dad, who was gonna, you know, he was gonna do the wedding, he he had a rule that everybody he married, you had to sit down and he had to counsel you. He wanted to talk to you. Yeah. And I remember him sitting That's across dope. that desk, and we're like sitting there. I remember. And he said, "Listen, dude, there, there's gonna come a time where you're gonna be given a hundred percent, and she's gonna be given about five percent." Can yeah. you can you handle that? You and handle then there's it. gonna be a time when you're gonna be given maybe two percent, and she's gonna be given a hundred percent. And yeah. there's gonna be times when you're both given ten percent. Like yeah. you've got to be able to try to give a hundred percent all the time. But life, you know, life is life, and and sometimes you can't give it. It's on those days where if you don't have the soulmate, if you don't have the one you're supposed to be with, after a couple months or years of that right there. It all the wheels fall off of it, and that goes back to that pressure. But that pressure can go two ways, because pressure can bust pipes, but pressure can, can almost diamonds. also make diamonds. So in your yeah, situation, right. it's making diamonds. Yeah. But right. more right. times than not, that pressure Buzzing busts pipes. those pipes. pipes. Yep. Yep. So like, yep. you know, and 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 the, the the like the bigger question is the pressure to allude on what you're saying. The pressure. Are is that pressure gonna make a diamond for somebody that's not your soulmate? Are you willing to let that pressure make a diamond for somebody that's not a soulmate? Is soulmates really real? Like I, I got a lot of questions now that I get older because I'm like I look at it now and I'm like, is it a such thing? Is I don't know. I don't know. I do think that Kendall found one. So, so I, I, I don't know so much it i i know that god gives us free will i don't know if god is playing cupid the way we thought he was i don't know if well, he's doing i, I think a, that god gives us all free will and we choose who we want that's why more often times than not we choose wrong well i think you do i think you, you can oh you can go ahead go you go ahead Ken. My, i don't mean to cut you off no, you good. But talking about that my dad has has he has taught me from the time i was small to the day he died <clears throat> he said there was two types of wheels there was a perfect wheel and there was a submissive wheel. Like God will, you know, after so long, there's a perfect will of God for everybody's life. But as human and as they're seeing and as people do what they want, make bad decisions, sometimes he goes, okay, look, if you think that's what you want for your life, then, then I'm going to allow it. But it's not the perfect wheel, but I'm going to allow that. And I think that's what happens. Sometimes you don't get into that perfect wheel. You know, and I just, you know, I, when you said that, that just made me think of something that my father had taught me from a very young age all the way up to the day, you know, to the day he well, died. I, you know, well, I think about, about something. I think about something like, okay, people that marry, people that marry right in their community, grew up in a small town like we did, marry right in their community. You marry somebody that you went to school with. You marry somebody that lived right down the street from you. Okay, looking at it in the grand scheme of things, I believe in God. So out of this entire world, 
Who in the world is to say that God put your soulmate, your one soulmate in the world, right down the street from you? What if your soulmate is on the other side of the globe? Who's to say say that God put your one soulmate, he gave you one soulmate in the whole world, and they just so happen to be in the same 10th grade class as you? How? Who's to say that? But what if, okay, but what if, like, what, that 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 is true, but what if your soulmate is on the other side of the world, and God's like, "Hey, I want you to go do a mission trip," and you just won't go do it, and He's trying to get you to do a mission trip or trying to get you to do some type of outreach and get outside your community, but yeah. you just won't do it. You know what is I'm God, saying? Like, is I, God, I ex- is God expecting too much out of us? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. That's that's some very valid points, so shot. I, 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 you know, I, I agree. I, I mean, I agree. To like, that. like, is it? Is it the things we were taught or is it God gives us all free will and he lets us make the decisions we make? And if we choose right, right. if we choose wrong, we choose wrong. Uh, The divorce divorce rate is half. So and then the part that isn't the divorce rate, a lot of them just married to be married. So if you look at 75 percent of it is wrong. So what's all made or not? You're right, man. God, I think you just God's not chose who you God's wanted to choose. Force you. God's not going to force you to do anything you don't want, and that's why He gives you that will. If you yeah. choose right, you choose right. If you choose wrong, thank you God we wrong. got grace. Well, I think like, you. Well, I think you got grace. multiple. Like, we choose, you know. You got multiple soul. I think you got multiple soulmates. You can be in love with multiple people. It's just about yeah. how you arrive in that situation. If it's meant to be, right. if it's meant to be. But I believe it's not one person. And that's it for you. I agree. You know I agree. I mean? Like it just. I agree. Stop Some right people get it right the second time. And also, when it yeah, when it goes yeah, back to yeah. uh, being somebody's everything, you know, um, you know, it's hard to be somebody's everything. Like Kayla Twilly, shout out to Kayla Twilly. She she commented on the Current Climate Podcast, um, you know, page, and she said that she don't think it's somebody that can fulfill all your needs. The person that has to, well, not person, the being that you know fulfills all your needs. Only God can do that. That's you know, true. We all right. imperfect, yeah, and you have I to believe be, that. She said yeah. you have to be happy yeah. with yourself, and someone else isn't there right. to make you happy. You got to be happy with yourself first. And she, I believe she, she gave a, a great dissection. Her and uh, Sierra White. I mean, they gave her and Sierra White. They gave a yeah. great, great yeah. outlook on that yeah. conversation. So I just wanted to give them a shout out. No, um, I mean, Sean, you said something. You said that some people get it right the second time around. You know, my wife was married before yeah. we got married. Yeah. She kind of fell in that trap of something happened. She felt like she needed to get married because that was supposed to be the right thing to do. And it was going to yeah. make everything all right. And it was going to, you yeah. know, everything was going to be fine. Everybody's going to grow up and do what they're supposed to. And it didn't happen. Yeah. And so do the pressures. Apart. So do the pressures of marriage. Do the pressures of marriage add a lot of unnecessary pressure and strain to us too? Just absolutely, man. You can put way too high of an expectation on your spouse. Like there's you you like you. Well, you you grow up thinking that this is the way things are supposed to go, and then you jump into something before you were ready, and then boom, you you're unhappy and you get divorced, and maybe you find a soulmate on the second time, maybe you don't. But the pressures of being married, I I think it's just 
way they're too tough much and they're and real, man. That, and I think that people put way too much pressure on themselves at way too early of an age. You don't got time at 20 years old. You got to be somebody's husband. So now you got to be somebody's everything. You don't even yeah. know who you are yeah, yet. Yeah. You don't even know exactly. who you are yet. Now you got to be somebody's everything. Now you've right. got kids. You got to be their everything. Now you got a job. Mm-hmm. And you got to figure out how to provide for all of these people. You still got to grow up because you're only 20, 20. Because, and you don't even know who you are at this point. You're you don't know who you're going to be in four years. 30 years into your life. <laughs> 35 years into your life and you yeah. still don't even know who you are exactly. and you're trying to be everything to that person yeah. and these little munchkins running you can't, around. You can't grow your own. And, the, and and not to mention the fact, Kendall, not only do you have all those self-evaluations to make, mm. you but you're forgetting about the other person. They gotta make those same self evaluations. But they, but they, they might not be ready for that. They gotta be somebody's everything. She gotta be somebody's wife. She gotta be somebody's mama. She's gonna grow and be a different person in four or five years. So not only do you have to make your own self evaluations, you gotta sit back and pray to God somebody else makes their self self evaluations and they line up with yours. Because if they don't, you're still wrong. So even if you get it right, what if they get it wrong? It's a lot of pressure. For a twenty-year-old, for a twenty-one-year-old, I think you need to wait to thirty. (laughs) And I'm gonna tell you, like nobody wants to communicate with each other anymore. That's like the main problem with a lot of stuff in this world is communication. Like, I I have to like really don't don't get me wrong. I have a lot of high expectations for Lindsay, as as does she for me. But you know, as I don't, I got tongue tied. She has those same high expectations for me. But at the end of the day, you both have to realize she's flesh and blood and a human just like I'm a human. Yeah. So for me to think, because I know I'm going to screw up. I'm on, I know I'm going to drop the ball. I know I'm going to mess up. So for me to think, well, I know I'm going to do all that. I ha- also have to take in consideration she just, a, you know, she's like me too. And she's yeah. a mom. She, she's a great mom. She's having to be this, you know, She's having, we're, we're raising teenage sons, about to have a teenage daughter. We have a, mm-hmm. a kindergartner, and, and she has a, a, a job in healthcare that she works, you know, 13 hours every time she goes in. And yeah. then my job, like, so it's, it, a, it's lot. a lot of it. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't, a lot of people aren't ready for that. And they jump into it way too soon. And even if, even if you take your time, even being at 35, man, it, I still don't have, a, I still don't have this thing figured out. I'm almost yeah. 11 years deep into this marriage and I still don't have it figured out. And it's a part of it. It's that's what makes it so unique and so special. And at the end of the day, it's like, man, it's something to see. Like we're learning together. We're, we're growing together. Like that's what makes what I have with my wife so special and so unique that I believe we're that. all figure. We're all figuring this. We're both of us are figuring this thing out. And, yeah. you know, we're not perfect parents. We're not perfect spouses. But at the end of the day, like, we're able to look each other in the eye, genuinely say I love you, and genuinely say I'm sorry if it needs to be said, you know. So, I mean, that's – but you don't find that. You don't find that and, and, a lot of times. And what I will say, because we got to wrap this up, um, I love y'all viewpoints. But uh, we got a picture of this pod, and it's definitely a picture of – Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, and Dennis Robin. <laughs> the way we just did this part, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was y'all good. That was, was good. in y'all we back. Pod. We pod. 
So I want to give y'all y'all props, but we kind of got to wrap it up because we getting on up there. Yeah, we so, getting on. Um, there. As we do, you know, I I enjoyed y'all point of views. That's something we got to yes. touch on again mm-hmm. in that realm. But yeah. before we leave, is it something that you guys want to give to the people? Something to watch, something to listen to, all that good shit. Uh, I've been on. Uh, you know me. I watch old. I, I watch old stuff. I catch on to things late. Uh, when I do, I just get stuck on it for a while. So oh, as you all know, The Office is my favorite show. But right now, I'm on. I'm hooked on Modern Family, and that's what I'm watching every single day right now is Modern Family. So uh, I take my time with shows. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm on Modern Family right now. So everybody, go out and watch Modern Family. What about you, Kim? We're going to get ready for some Marvel. um, Loki. Man, what you need to listen to, you need to listen to my boy Jimmy Fedora's new (laughs) track, new video. Yes, sir. Uh, But no, uh, uh, if you're a fan of Corday, did I say it right, Juicy? You did. Isn't it Corday? Yeah, Corday. I just recently discovered he put out an EP. I might be behind the times. It says 2021. Corday dropped a, you know, Corday dropped a little EP. Got some good stuff on there. I love it. Uh, you know, love the album he dropped last, you know, a couple years ago, The Lost Boy. So, but uh, he dropped that. He's dope. Um, if you've got Hulu, watch the series Dave. If you've got Netflix, man, if you've got Netflix, there's just, I don't know, just hit that random button whenever it pops up. <laughs> but if you've got Amazon Prime or HBO Max, Mortal Kombat, Amazon Prime, you need to be uh, on Michael B. Jordan. He done a great job. Without Remorse, go check that out. That's what I'm going to suggest as well is uh, Without Remorse on Amazon Prime. Uh, We'll probably do a review on that next week as well. And uh, just something to listen to or watch is, you know, (laughs) Bigfoot Jimmy, alias, you know what I'm saying? Alias with the grip grip of the Grinch and Vader, you know, grind time. So check out that video. Run it up. It's done well, you know in these past couple of days so just check that out uh other than that you know um nova trifecta we out baby i will holler at y'all shout out to andy ruiz on the big win yeah shout out to andy ruiz we couldn't get into that we ran out of time but shout out to andy andy ruiz tough fight got dropped early but came back and prevailed that's that's me and kendall boy next week we will be covering the canelo alvarez fight that's something yes, we sir. will lead off yes, with. Sir. <laughs> so yeah, but other than that, shout out to y'all Hello. boys. Uh great pod. Y'all did a great job. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace love and love you. to everybody. Peace and love to everybody out there.